Hi, and welcome to Speaking of Social Justice. There are one million issues we could be talking about in these very kind of turbulent times, but something that has really bubbled up in a way over the last couple of weeks that I had actually not thought of for a long time was how we use our public places and our public spaces. And of course, that came to the fore when um, the New South Wales Premier, Chris Minns, directed the Opera House to have the Israeli flag on the sails. That provoked uh, a whole lot of the Palestinian community and friends of the Palestinian community to turn out and say, um, that's unfair. This is a public place. The Opera House turns 50 this week. Happy birthday, Opera House. Um, Is our public place. And the sales of the Opera House are in a sense owned by all of us and by none of us. Um, I remember, you know, years ago during the uh, one of the numerous uh, wars in the Middle East, peace activists drew no war on the sales of the Opera House and there was like scandal. I remember about three years ago when the racing industry decided to turn the sales into a gambling pitch with the Everest Cup and about 5,000 people turned out to say, it's our opera house, it's not your billboard, you shouldn't be doing that. Last week, Clover Moore, um, the Lord Mayor of Sydney, said she wouldn't be lighting up the town hall in the colours of Israeli um, nation. She you know, got a lot of stick for that. But it really raises the issue of what is left of our public place, what is left of our public spaces, how do we communicate with each other in our public places, like not on social media, not via our personal communications, but as a community, how do we communicate? It's a really important point. And who owns the billboard? You know, we know all the time you walk past buildings in town saying bill posters will be prosecuted. I often feel sorry for whoever Bill Posters is. But the point is that these brick walls are not for you. We really need to think this through. Either we acknowledge that if if enough of the community is concerned, places like the Opera House and the Town Hall should reflect that concern. Or we do what hopefully I understand the Opera House is doing, and that is have a think about whether or not it's ever appropriate to have another nation's flag on the Opera House. Um, I think we all accept that, you know, there are beautiful things you can do with that space that make the harbour, that make, you know, enliven our hearts, really. But we need to talk about public places, public spaces, who owns it and who decides what gets screened and what doesn't. Because... Those symbols of national flags and national emblems are powerful symbols and we shouldn't be using them carelessly. And, you know, quite frankly, if we're going to have the flag of Israel up one week, we should have the Palestinian flag up the next week and we should have the Ukraine flag up fairly regularly. Um, We should probably also think about the DRC um, and any number of other conflicts going on in the war, in the world, sorry, <laughs> Freudian slip there. Anyway, the great part about this is not that people have been disturbed by it, um, but it has started a debate. Um, who owns our public places?
Who gets to decide what gets done in our public spaces? And can I just say, as an extremely old woman, and some days that feels older than others, I remember a time when we as a community owned vast amounts of public space and public place and public industries. We owned airlines, we owned banks, we owned trains, we owned a department of public works that employed hundreds of thousands of people. All of these places were public places. They were owned by you and I. Um, 30, 40 years later, it's all been sold off. We've only got the smallest of places left. So we should really guard them protectively and, and also think about, wouldn't we like a bit more public space and public place.